There's a lot of mistakes to be made in business. And in the past 17 years, Stephen Caps has made every single one of them. Welcome. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. You can overcome adversity. You don't have to be beaten down. Stephen has learned the hard way. And after becoming successful, he's ready to help overwhelmed business owners overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, so that you can have the life and business you want. I know how it feels like whenever you just want to quit and say, forget it, I'm done. To overcome adversity, you have to lean in and not pull back. Engage. This is Pull Up and Thrive. And now your host, Stephen Caps. Hello and welcome. I am so excited to be here once again behind this microphone here with you on a super exciting episode of Pull Up and Thrive. On the last episode, 17 Years of Wisdom, I went through just real fast the six steps that I would take if I was to start another business. The six steps that I would take today, knowing what I have learned over the past 17 years. And those same six steps are the steps that anyone can take to start and run and succeed at having a million dollar business. That's right. One million dollars. Now, if you, the first time that I heard the actual statistic of how many businesses actually do over one million dollars in revenue, I was shocked. I was beyond shocked, actually. Without Googling it, without looking it up, without phoning a friend, what percentage, what percent of businesses would you say do over a million dollars a year? Well, I thought that a lot. So I must be some sorry sap back whenever we were under a million dollars in revenue. The statistic is 7% of businesses do over a million dollars a year in revenue. That means 93% of all businesses, that's 9.3 out of 10, do less than a million dollars in revenue. I'm going to share the secret with you. Well, let me first of all bust your bubble There is no secret. There is no magic unknown. Ooh, this is what they do. The secret is there are no secrets. The secret is that it's simple nuts and bolts. This is how you put the IKEA furniture together. This isn't anything fancy. Alrighty, step number one to a million-dollar business, a mission statement. The purpose of your business has to be beyond money. What do you see in the marketplace that is just wrong? 
you try to get something done and people don't show up. People don't call. I'm talking about businesses that I am calling you to give you money, like cash money, and they don't call you back and they don't show up. That is just wrong. And that makes me very angry as a consumer. One of our driving things in our business is I don't want to make people feel that way. So your mission has to be greater than just money. It has to be something that motivates you, that burns in your gut, that we have to complete this mission. Because if you have a team of folks around you and your only motivation is to make a bunch of money, it's not really going to motivate them. I mean, it may for, may for a little bit, but at the end, end of the day, money is not going to motivate people to drive to the finish line. The mission statement needs to have three things. It's not outward facing. It is not for them. It is inward facing. It is for you to read and remember this is why we do what we do. For example, my personal mission statement is I want to use my gifts, talents, and abilities to do more, give more, save more for the glory of God and his kingdom. That is what drives me. And the same in your business, you need to have a mission that you can, com- you can communicate with your team that we're all charging towards. It's not outward facing, it is inward facing. Two, your mission statement is an out-of-bounds mark. It clearly defines what you do or you don't do. Not specific in the tasks, but the heart. And then what, what I mean by that is, let's say that you're a painting company. You're not saying in your mission statement, we paint walls and trim in commercial and residential properties to increase shareholder value. Rather, your mission may, may be to brighten the world around us and we will use paint if necessary. It's about tapping into your passion. And when you hire people, you hire people who are passionate about the mission. We hire for culture fit first and not for skill. In our example of the painting company, our mission is to brighten the world around us and use paint if necessary. The mission accomplished moment in this business is when everyone in the world around us, their lives have been brightened. Then we can close up shop and call it a day. So the mission has to be big. It has to be out there. It has to be something that drives you every day to reach towards that finish line. So step number one in creating a million-dollar business is you must have a mission statement. Step number two, core values. What are the three to seven core principles that you as the founder have as part of your core? Not not what you are aspiring to or you wish that you were, but what are those three to seven things that are in your gut? 
you might have a saying or a statement that you say all the time. Well, that statement or saying could be one of your core values. Like a phrase that I have said forever is whatever it takes. Every time that I'm in a situation where it's tough or challenging or there's obstacles, I say, well, whatever it takes. That is one of my core values. Businesses are made up of people. And every person has core values, good or bad. Everyone has them. And they may not necessarily be good. Identify those core values that you have and that your team has. And if people don't align up with the core values, they will not fit in with the improvements that that we are making. So you hire and fire based on the mission statement. And you hire and fire by the core values. All righty, number three, you want a niche business. You have to have a business that is not a commodity. What is a, what is a commodity? Well, I looked it up in the dictionary and it's worse than what I thought it was. The definition of a commodity is a mass-produced, unspecialized product. I see so many businesses that turn themselves into an unspecialized project, sorry, product, and it's a race to the bottom. Who can be the cheapest? We need to go in the opposite direction. How can we make what we do very specialized? And I don't care if there's a hundred other businesses doing what you are doing. How can you do it that makes it specialized? My number one pain point with trying to hire a a contractor to get a job done, people don't answer their phone. People don't return calls. If they show up, they only showed up because they accidentally took a wrong turn. And if they look at the job, they don't get you a, a price in a reasonable time. You finally do get someone to give you a price and to show up. And once that they show up, they're dirty, smelly people. And it's, oh, it's, oh, it, it just blows my mind. In our gate business, we get so much work because we show up. Showing up and answering the phone is like 50% of our success. It is just unbelievable that. The word service is like, doesn't even exist anymore. You go to a restaurant or a hotel or you fly somewhere and everyone is so put out that you're there. We have to be aware because business, any business can turn into a commodity. Any restaurant, any painting company, an IT business, a home service business, What is special about you? Oh, you're just another contractor. I already got four bids. Who can be the cheapest? We have to make our businesses special. And it's up up to us to do that. No one else is going to do that for us. No one is going to do it for me either. Our custom gate business, Texas Gates, is a very niche business. Now, I didn't know that whenever, whenever we started, I wasn't that smart. 
it was just one of a hundred hair harebrained ideas that I had on how to make this thing work. But it was the first idea that actually caught on. Now there are lots of other gate companies, but they're mostly selling a commodity. And they're not taking advantage of the niche market. What do I mean by that? Most of the other gate companies are asking, how cheap can we do it? Because we want to get the job. But their margins are so thin that they're barely even paying their bills. So they have to work harder to get the job done faster so they can get another low paying job because now they have become the low cost provider and it turns into a a vicious cycle we have to do more work cheaper and then there's no money left over after you pay the bills in order to hire quality people buy buy new equipment to where you can serve more customers better how do we do it differently three things One, we have systematized pricing. Anyone who is trained can serve our customers and give them a gate price on the spot. That adds value to the customer and people will pay more for that. But if you have to call 10 times and someone finally calls you back two weeks later and then two weeks after that, they finally give you a price, Or you walk in somewhere and they give you a price on the spot and maybe it's higher than the last five people that you got a price for over the past six months. But we answered the phone, we gave you a price right then and now you're like, hey, I'm ready to start. Two, we deliver a quality experience. We're clean, professional employees, clean marked company trucks and trailers. How much is it to drive your truck up to a water hose and to hose it down. I mean, you don't even have to have this spray nozzle. Just like use your thumb on the end of the hose and get the mud off. I mean, tuck your shirt in, take a shower. Maybe go down to Walmart and buy a pack of black t-shirts that cost what? 10 bucks? I don't know. Comb your hair, put on a hat. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars and go into crazy debt to sell high-end jobs and make great money. There is no secret. It is simple, common sense. But just like Benjamin Franklin said, common sense is not that common. So I got to hurry up here. This is only a 30-minute show, but... So we deliver a quality experience, clean professional, em- clean professional employees, clean marked company vehicles. Again, it's simple. We don't hire crackheads and then wonder why we don't have business, which that is, I'm off script here, people, but this just, it is just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Wash your truck brush your teeth, take a shower, wear clothes that don't look like that. You've been wearing them for a week because they're going to get dirty anyways. And then you hire a bunch of guys just fresh out of the joint and you wonder why you're not making any money. A number three, I'm sorry, answer the phone. We call people back and we clean up after ourselves on the job site. I mean, this is basic stuff, basic stuff. All right. 
I'm moving on to number four. Number four, create systems. You have to have systems in your business. Again, systems are simply how you do business. You need to communicate them over and over with your team. This is how we serve our customers. Because when, whenever we serve our customers, they give us certificates of appreciation with dead presidents' faces on them. When you have a system and you execute it, you make money. One of our primary systems, we, we, we call it the customer journey, where the customer job starts and where the customer job ends. Imagine with me a rope bridge. And that rope bridge is spanning over a gulf. And it's a hundred foot drop to jagged rocks below underneath this bridge. So our job is to safely get the customer from one side of the bridge to the other. The system is the rope bridge and the board's that make up the walkway to get the customer across to the other side are the people in your business. So I can tie number four, create systems, to the next one, number five. Number five is the right people in the right seats on the bus. Jim Collin, in his book, Good to Great, talks about having the right people in the right seats on the bus. So you have this rope bridge, And the boards in the bridge are the people in the right seat, the right people in the right seats on the bus. In our example, as the customer is walking across the rope bridge, and as long as the right people are in the right place, the customer will walk from one side of the bridge to the other smoothly without incident. So having a system with the right people in the right roles in place creates a smooth transition from the start of the job to the end of the job. That makes life wonderful for everyone, for you, your people, your customers. It's not drama, drama, drama. You're not a firefighter all the time. That will drive anyone crazy. I don't, I don't care how well-balanced and healthy you are. If you're in an environment where you're a firefighter all the time and it's drama, 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 it'll drive you mad. And you are not going to have success. You may have success, but in spite of yourself. So if you're in that type of a business and you're having success in spite of everyone's drama. Imagine what would happen if you had the mission statement, you had the core values, if you had the systems and you had the right people in the right place on the bus. Imagine how much more success you could have. Imagine how much healthier everyone would be. All six of these steps are super important and they build one on top of the other. You can do the first three and tie everything together with four, five, and six, you're golden. 
if you can do that. Number six, strategic planning. This is where you slow down, take an afternoon, take a day, take two or three days, however long it takes to solve the problem. And you ask questions like I shared in the last episode, 17 Years of Wisdom. What's my biggest challenge right now? Think about that. What is your biggest challenge? And lots of times you can answer the question before the question's even completely asked because we know what it is. Identify it and solve the problem. But we don't take the time to stop and shut everything down and think. That is why Henry Ford said, thinking is the hardest work there is which is possibly the reason why so few engage in it. Rather than stopping and figure out, figuring out the problem, we suffer year after year. Let's stop the cycle. Let's stop the struggle and follow the roadmap to a million-dollar business. All right, let's put a nice bow on this. Your roadmap to a million-dollar business, step one, a mission statement, two, core values, three, a niche business, four, systems, five, the right people in the right seats on the bus, six, strategy. Do these things, and you, too, can have the life and business that you want. Thank you so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. I'm passionate about this. I am cheering for you. You have what it takes to do this. And remember one thing, rate, review, share, and subscribe. Till next time, I'm Stephen Caps. You're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive with Stephen Caps. Life's tough. Life's unfair. And the sooner that we can all realize that, the better off we will be. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and on other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. And be sure to hit the website at stephencaps.com. Remember, never judge a person for their mistakes. Judge a person on how they fix them. Till next time.